0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Protesters' constitutional rights will tell you about a new lawsuit. Asian markets are mixed tonight after it wasn't a particularly good day for Wall Street. And as far as men's college basketball, interesting turnouts for Georgetown and the Terps, among others. We're watching it all for you on WTOP. It's 12 o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele.
1: I'm Tom Fody in Washington. A nine year old girl and an Orlando, Florida area television reporter have been killed in separate shootings in the same general neighborhood outside the city. Authorities are now holding a single suspect. Here's CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides.
2: The journalist
1: reported for Spectrum News thirteen inside a home on
2: another street. Police found a woman and her nine year old daughter who had also been shot. The little girl later died from her injuries. No one in our community, uh, not a mother not a nine-year-old and certainly not news professionals should become the victim of gun violence in our community police have arrested 19-year-old keith melvin moses who they say is responsible for all the shootings
1: A late look at the nation's weather map now shows a huge snow system over much of the country from the Northern Plains to New England. Some areas are getting especially hard hit. CBS News correspondent Jennifer Mayerly.
0: In Minnesota, falling snow affected visibility on I-94 in Clay County and brought howling winds to Mankato. The storm delivered a first round to Minneapolis, but up to a foot and a half more could fall by Thursday, stranding some travelers at airports.
1: They told me that they can't give me a voucher
3: to get a hotel or anything like that or food for my son. So we're kind of just stuck here.
1: On tonight's Health Watch, harsh words from the Food and Drug Administration about alleged overprescription of controlled substances. Take Adderall. CBS's Alexander Tin.
2: The FDA's top official, Dr. Robert Califf, criticized the industry for failing to develop non-addictive alternatives to opioids for managing pain and blasted some telehealth companies for profiting off of prescribing controlled drugs like Adderall without following up with patients.
1: Now to seriously partying New Orleans and some of the Ash Wednesday follow-up there. WWL-TV's Erica Ferrando. Get my ashes like I always do. You know, it's a tradition. I like to cleanse from yesterday, you know, from all the partying.
0: Brother Todd Van with with Church Cathedral stood on St. Charles Avenue for hours. Ash Wednesday giving out ashes to go.
4: For some people... It's uh, nerve-wracking to walk the threshold uh, of a church, to come inside, and so we'd like to take that out to the street to make it as easy for them as possible.
1: Ash Wednesday, the start of Lent, the 40-day holy season leading up to Easter. Turning overseas, we are just getting late word of Israeli airstrikes in the Gaza Strip. This after the Israeli military said Palestinian militants fired six rockets from there into southern Israel. And from Chinese state media, word of a deadly mine collapse. People there buried under debris at least two are known dead; 50 missing this is cbs news this message is for shana my mom who just finished her high school diploma i wanted to say i'm so proud of you for finishing school you'll tell me it's never too late to achieve your dreams i hope to make you as proud as you have made me
3: when you graduate they graduate finish your high school
5: diploma for you and for them visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free
3: and supportive adult education centers near you Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. WTOP at twelve oh three. Again, Thursday morning, February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. We're looking at clearing sky, breezy, warmer by daybreak. Temps rising into the fifties. We're at forty eight now. Good morning to you, Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we do ride into this midnight hour together. A man is dead this morning where we began locally. He was shot by police outside a busy mall in Tyson's Corner this week. It
5: all started with a call about a theft inside Tyson's Corner Center. Officers stationed at the mall responded and saw the suspect, according to Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis.
1: A uniform Fairfax County police officer gave chase and a plainclothes Fairfax County police officer gave chase. That chase ended up in a wooded area where the officers opened fire. Uh, We struck
5: the suspect the man died at the hospital what is not known
1: if our suspect uh
5: is uh was armed body camera footage will be reviewed davis says while he's not identifying the man
1: who was killed his uh, encounters with local law enforcement in the national capital region span back many years and it's a violent criminal history
5: in tyson's mike murillo wtop news wtop
3: at 1204 pedestrian fatalities have been rising across our region A Wednesday night public meeting on the issue in Wheaton put a spotlight on a particularly dangerous stretch of roadway.
0: Georgia Avenue is
2: considered one of the worst uh, roads in Montgomery County. Just this year, two people have
0: already been killed.
6: Montgomery County Council Member Natalie Fani Gonzalez of District 6 says the number one issue of her constituents is pedestrian safety. She's rallying support to boost safety on Georgia Avenue for people who are walking, bicycling, and scooting.
0: A street that was designed for cars to go fast instead of people moving around. That's the main problem.
6: A Georgia Avenue, like New Hampshire and University Boulevard, are state roads. And Fanny Gonzalez is reaching out to Governor Wes Moore to find more state money to boost safety. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News.
3: WTOP at 1205. D.C. police are facing a new federal lawsuit this morning. Prosecutors accused the Department of violating their First Amendment rights during the protest almost three years ago, this after George Floyd's death. The suit was filed this week, Wednesday, in D.C.'s District Court by the Partnership for Justice Civil Justice Fund on behalf of three protesters, we're told. The complaint... Seeks to seeks to end what it calls indiscriminate use of projectile weapons, including stinger grenades, foam, rubber bullets, and flashbang devices, against those marching in the streets. Two plaintiffs say police used the weapon that exploded shrapnel into their legs during 2020 protests, causing puncture wounds. They're asking for compensation for media bills, uh, medical bills that would be, and punitive damages against DC police. Stay tuned. WTOP at twelve oh six. The DC Lottery's Gambit Sports Betting app. Has been much maligned by the sports industry, the betting industry, and even some district leaders argue this morning the city is not profiting as much as it actually could. So, how has expanded betting around the DMV actually impacted things overall?
4: During a DC council oversight hearing, Michelle Minton with the Competitive Enterprise Institute blasted the DC lottery and the Gambad app. In the
0: three years that they've been operating sports betting in the city, were they an employee, they'd be fired. If they were an elected official, they would not be reelected.
4: Well, on the contrary, the data
5: confirms that a sole operator. Might- model that provides a larger share of profits is most effective for the district.
4: Frank Suarez who heads the D.C. lottery says per capita D.C. rakes in more tax revenue than most states including Virginia. Now the city does expect an impact with mobile betting now legal in Maryland though so far we haven't yet seen that um, actually happened. Still, the city's forecasting a $300,000 decline in tax revenue from sports betting this year. John Dome in WTOP News. Nearly
3: 20 ATM machines have been apparently found in a creek in northeast D.C. That's got the attention of the FBI. 20 ATMs now. D.C. police tell our news partners over at NBC4 this week they're working with federal investigators right now to try and figure out how the ATMs ended up in watts Creek. Neighbors say they've actually been finding these machines along the creek for some time now. They've taken to social media to complain about the issue. D.C.'s Department of General Services says this morning so far they found 18 ATMs in the creek. Eight have been removed. The rest, they say, will be taken out this week. Coming right up after traffic and weather on WTOP this early Thursday morning for you. Hands off. We got this.
5: D.C.'s council chairman has a blunt message for Congress. I'm Luke Garrett.
3: Thursday morning, February 23rd. Welcome into to This midnight hour, 12.08, the time to be exact. Michael and Sons peeping tune-up for only $69.
0: Michael
3: and son. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks, our first midnight hit with Ian Crawford this morning.
6: We start in Virginia Dino, southbound 395. as luggage ride past the crash activity near exit 6 for Stafford. And two to the left, still getting by the ramp from Sherlington Circle on to Southbound 395 blocked by this crash activity. Northbounders not affected here. The northbound issue is going to be on 95, coming out of Fredericksburg. A long, slow ride across the Rappahannock River and past Falmouth with a single right lane to get by. Southbounders, you'll find a couple of issues to step around after Quadico, exit 148. And again, after Garrisonville, exit 143. In each case, they're blocking the right lane there. No fuss, no must. Watch for the flashing amber lights, however. Ditto that on 66, we do have work zones kind of pockmarking the the road, especially inside the Capitol Beltway. Eastbounders, I believe you're going to be down to a, or you're going to block a left, or a right lane is blocked, I should say, as you try to get toward Route 7, exit 66. Also, from westbound 66, the ramp to the outer loop blocked, apparently, for an overnight work zone. On the beltway itself, inner loop work after Arlington Boulevard. It's two to the left to get by, and then inner and outer loop of the beltway between the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike, two to the right in each case. To get by the work in Maryland, the earlier work zone on the inner loop from I-95 toward College Park. That is gone. That is gone from the right side. Southbound on the BW Parkway, we did have work approaching Greenbelt Road. At last report, it was a right lane to get by. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
2: Some big changes as we make our way through the next couple of hours and the next couple of days. First of all, the next few hours, starting off on a cool note in some areas as the warm air is moving in quickly across our region. So you may need the jacket in the morning, but you will will not need it in the afternoon. Temperatures rebounding into the upper 70s to around 80 degrees. That would be a record high for the day. Friday, much cooler. Temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s in the afternoon. Saturday, going 42. That's it. Wind chills in the 20s and 30s all day. And, could even be a snow shower. I'm Storm P4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer.
3: Wild weather it is. 42 degrees in Manassas this midnight hour. Thursday morning, February 23rd. 47 in Metro Center. 41 this morning in Frederick, Maryland. 48 in Holding in our nation's capital. In this midnight hour Thursday, this check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Coming up. This midnight hour for you on WTOP.
5: Confirming two victims, police worry a 94-year-old charged with sex crimes could have abused others. I'm Megan Clowerty. It's
3: 1211. WTOP Charity of the Month is Easter Seals. Since 1945, Easter Seals has worked tirelessly to enhance quality of life for children and adults with disabilities, low income families, and for those with military backgrounds. Providing child development, adult daycare, and comprehensive military family support in DC, Maryland, and Virginia, Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people realize their potential and live their most meaningful lives. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities.
0: That's WTOP.com. Search charities. That's You're with WTOP. Magdine Lane. It's the President's Month sales event at Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Hi, I'm Melanie Funkhauser. We have the area's biggest selection of Wrangler 4xEs ever. Lisa, four door Jeep Wrangler 4xE that gets 49 MPGE for just $375 a month. That's right, just $375 a month. Fair Oaks Chrysler. Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at barroaksmotors.com. 36-month lease with 10% down, plus taxes and fees. See dealer for details.
3: And Thursday morning, February 23rd. Welcome into WTOP. The time now is twelve twelve. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. An American Airlines flight from Jacksonville, Florida, here to Reagan National, apparently never made it to D.C., Flight 3444 ended up at Raleigh-Durham instead because of an apparent security concern involving a disruptive passenger. Police met the flight in North Carolina, taking the person away. The trouble started Wednesday afternoon, we're told. The FBI says this morning it's now figuring out whether or not to file federal charges in this case. Now we turn this morning to the bumpy road that lies ahead for D.C.'s revised criminal code. The document that defies crimes, that defines crimes and sentences has not been updated in over a century. But the new changes have to be approved first by Congress before taking effect. D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelssohn, who champions the revised code, admits the council's fighting an uphill battle
1: with this one. Part of the problem that we're dealing with is that a significant number of Democrats in the Senate are up for election next year. They do not want to see campaign messages about how they're soft on crime.
5: Mendelssohn blames Mayor Muriel Bowser for casting the revised code as easy on criminals.
1: It's easy to say it uh, makes the city less safe, but uh, prove it to me because you can't prove it to me.
5: He argues the lower sentencing guidelines within the updated code won't actually
1: impact crime what does it's swift and certain justice
5: here are our full conversation on how the changes would actually impact dc residents on this week's episode of wtop's dmv download podcast luke garrett wtop news
3: wtop has reached out to the mayor's office for response to Middlesex's comments. So far, no response. We're following developments this morning out of Arlington County as well, where a 94-year-old man is charged with crimes against children, and investigators say it's possible there are more victims in this case.
5: Officers arrested and charged Adolfo Zambrano of Arlington with two counts of aggravated sexual battery after a woman called 911 on February 10th, reporting seeing a suspicious interaction between the 94-year-old and a child. Detectives with the special victims unit arrived to learn the woman had confronted Zambrano and detectives confirmed the child had been touched inappropriately. In investigating Zambrano, they say they learned of another woman's abuse by Zambrano when she was a child. Police want anyone who knows of other inappropriate encounters with Zambrano to contact them. Megan Cloherty,
3: WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
6: It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet.
0: But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington.
6: That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories.
4: Here in Georgetown.
5: Breaking news from Landover. Here at the Federal Courthouse.
0: WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
4: Well, 15 and Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. Maryland handled business against last-place Minnesota leading by as many as 28 on their way to an 88-70 win in which the Terps shot 68% to win their third game in their last four and improved to 10 and
1: 7 in conference coach Kevin Willard. We knew how important this game was. I mean, that's the one thing I was really happy about. These guys knew that this was a this was a huge game. Get to 10 wins have Northwestern coming in. I think we're tied for third now, so... I thought the way we handled that part
2: of the game was really impressive for this group.
4: Georgetown's second half rally fell short in a 79-70 loss to St. John's that drops the Hoyas to 2-16 and 16 in the Big East. George Washington for the fourth time in nine games needed overtime to win. and American has lost five straight after Navy's defense dominated the second half of the Eagles' 70-54 loss. Coach Mike Brennan. Well, you got
6: to
2: be aggressive and if you're kind of on your heels a little bit and confused a little bit, it's hard to be aggressive. So I thought that happened too many possessions today. But they do a good job they're good at that going from the you know the zone to like man halfway through the shot clock
4: sixth ranked virginia had its worst performance of the season in an upset loss to boston college that could cost the cavaliers come tournament time the capitals had alex ovechkin back in practice after a week away from the team to mourn the loss of his father you think you'll make the 7 p.m. face-off against the Ducks, Ovi? We'll see.
1: I, said, uh, I just want to come back right away,
4: You know, put my mind in a different position than we're struggling right now, so I'm just trying uh, to do my best to bring energy, bring something to the team. That something needs to be scoring. The Caps have averaged only 1.6 goals per game during this five-game losing streak. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks,
3: Rob. As always, 1217 on WTOP. This
4: is WTOP News. An
3: Orlando TV reporter, a 9-year-old girl and another person were gunned down in separate incidents last night, but their connected shootings were told in Central Florida this morning. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides heard from Orange County Sheriff John Minna. Sheriff's deputies first responded to a deadly shooting in a residential
2: area of Pine Hills, Florida, Wednesday morning. They found a woman uh, who was in her 20s who was shot and succumbed to her injuries. And then in the late afternoon came 911 calls about two additional shootings. Deputies located two men who had been shot uh, in or near a vehicle. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide.
3: The up stories we're covering for you on WTOP this early Thursday morning. Two police officers locally gunned down a man suspected of stealing from Tyson's Corner Center Mall. Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner, we're told, are the latest to get subpoenas this week from the new special counsel investigating the Capitol riot and efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And former President Donald J. Trump escalating the political showdown this week over that toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, by paying a visit to the town and slamming the Biden administration's response. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Welcome in this Thursday at twelve eighteen. Traffic and weather on the eights over to Ian Crawford this morning in the WCOP Traffic Center.
6: Oh, do we have issues in Virginia? Dino, we start northbound 95 after Fredericksburg, trying to get around, across the Rappahannock River Bridge, and I say trying because we are now at a stop through our work zone where we only had a single right lane getting by. Unclear whether this is a planned stoppage or they had some equipment issues in the work zone. End result for you, the driver is pretty much the same. It looks like we are at a stop. If I can get these cameras to work, I believe we are still at a stop on 95 northbound, and again, I apologize because my camera has frozen on me here, double-checking this one. We may or may not still be able to stop getting the new image now, and yes, we are at a stop. Northbound 95 as you approach the Rappahannock River Ridge. Expect delays. Route 1 may be more to your liking this morning. Southbounders, not much delay getting past the work zones after Quadico and again after Garrisonville. It's right lane getting by in each case. 395 lingering crash activity southbound after Sherlington blocks two right lanes. Also blocks the ramp from Sherlington Circle onto southbound 395. Northbounders unaffected here. Capital Beltway interloop work after Arlington Boulevard with two left lanes getting by. Inner and outer loop between the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike. It's two to the right to get by. We have a few work zones marking 66 inside and outside the Beltway, but none of them causing a serious delay. Watch for the flashing amber lights ahead, especially once you get inside the Beltway eastbound on 66 heading toward Route 7. I believe the work is going to be on the left side and westbounders, you will have no ramp to get onto the outer loop of the Capital Beltway from I-66. In Maryland, 95. BW Parkway, actually 95 is okay. BW Parkway still hung up a bit getting past the work zone after NASA Goddard. It's a single right lane to get by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
2: Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of hours and the next couple of days. Next couple of hours, our temperatures start to rise very quickly. Going for a high temperature in the upper 70s to around 80 with sunshine. A little bit on the breezy side, but a beautiful afternoon out there on our Thursday. Friday, much different. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds, rather breezy conditions, and much colder temperatures. Highs in the upper 40s to low 50s in the afternoon. Saturday's highs only in the upper 30s to low 40s. Could even see a couple of snowflakes out there. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer.
3: Not too bad. This early midnight hour, Thursday morning, February 23rd, here at WTLT. We're looking at 47 degrees this hour in Hyattsville, as well in Foggy Bottom this morning. 41 in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And we are right now 48 and holding at our nation's capital in the midnight hour Thursday. Brought to you this check by NULAC Home Design. Right now save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. NULACHOMEDesign.com. Check them out. Coming up this half hour. The new leader of D.C.'s troubled 911 call center promises a fresh start. I'm Nick Nelly. And
5: also... Montgomery County Public Schools promises action after more anti-Semitic incidents are reported at schools. I'm Mike Marillo.
3: We're back right after this.
1: 1221, good morning. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane.
0: Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society.
3: Good Thursday morning. Welcome into WTOP this February 23rd, where the time now is 1223.
6: This is WTOP News. We're
3: hearing this morning here at WTOP from the new leader of D.C.'s troubled 911 call center promising change and a fresh start. Critics say several lives have actually been lost in recent years when first responders were sent to the wrong address or the response was just too slow.
0: We have a game plan moving forward.
3: Heather McGaffin, the acting director of D.C.'s Office of Unified Communications, is for the first time detailing some of the changes she's making.
0: In the next 90 days, the agency will see a few things, the first being a complete policy overhaul.
3: McGaffin says she's increased the number of supervisors who are on duty at any given time and new employees will now need 14 weeks of training instead of the five weeks that were previously required. McGaffin has a lot of work to do as the call center has often come under fire for delays in sending out ambulances and mistakes, such as sending emergency crews out to incorrect locations. Nick Eineli, WTOP News. Rising hate crimes outside of the schools, prompting a local lawmaker on this issue to pursue an anti-hate task force. The call is coming this week from County Council President Evan Glass, who says the spike right now in racial, ethnic, and LGBTQ hate crimes is disturbing and frightening. Glass further says the latest numbers from a couple of years ago show more than 140 bias incidents. More than half were considered race related. Many were focused on black people and two out of ten were told targeted Asian people. Many of the crimes were aimed at Jewish people. Glass has now sent a letter about the, this to the county executive, Mark Elridge, to get his take on it. Since last Friday, in fact, Montgomery County Public Schools says several more instances of anti-Semitic messages have been found inside four different school buildings. And this news, as the superintendent this morning promising action. We've
0: had nine incidents, anti-Semitic incidents happen in our schools since Friday.
5: And Superintendent Dr. Monifa McKnight says the incidents, including drawings, were found at four schools. She's calling the actions unacceptable and says in response, some new steps are being taken, including kids responsible seeing the acts added to their personal file in a form that has their name and grade level.
0: I think these things are important when you look at the profile of an entire student over time for them currently and their future, and it will identify, you know, what the act was.
5: Also for the parents of the students who get in trouble.
0: We are going to be requesting that our parents come in and be a part of the resolution for that child in the school.
5: Mike Marillo, WTOP News.
3: WTOP. At 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
0: Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society.
3: WTOP at 1225. Let's check it out with Jeff. Stocks
5: finish mixed with the Dow losing 85 points. NASDAQ gained 15, S&P off 6. Layoffs are coming to National Public Radio. Citing a slowdown in advertising dollars, the network says it will lay off roughly 10% of its current workforce, at least 100 people. And you might know it's sandwiches. Now Subway has unveiled plans to create what the chain calls electric vehicle charging oasis parks that also feature picnic tables, Wi-Fi, restrooms, and even playgrounds. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Uh,
3: Jeff, but Brendan, of course. Thank you, Brendan. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks are mixed. This hour, the Nikkei is down by 369 points. The Hang Seng is up by 68 points. Shanghai is up less than a point. WTOP at 1226.